top of the morning to you and welcome to our newest episode of Capital Markets Quickie from MVP Mind Value Partners. 2020 is over, but this past week added to the list of unique market behaviors that started last year. GameStop and Short Squeeze became household names overnight as the stock of a video game retailer skyrocketed and the narrative around small day traders or the internet kids as I like to call them, versus massive hedge funds captured nearly all the attention in recent days. My name is Andrit Sella, coming at you from Frankfurt, Germany, Europe's financial hub and home to the ECB. Let's take a closer look at what moved the markets last week. If history is a guide, GameStop will not maintain its grip on the headlines or repeat its parabolic share price ascent indefinitely, nor will it remain the driving force behind overall stock market moves. However, the whole craze over GameStop represents a broader condition of the market, one in which speculation and animal spirits have produced abnormal returns in certain investments. And frankly speaking, the stock market has turned into a casino for speculators that want to earn a quick buck or 2000 So what's going on right now? Well, there is no rational explanation that has anything to do with investing. GameStop did not announce a strategy shift or new product innovations, and they certainly didn't offer other insights that would fundamentally justify such a valuation. What happened here is rather a mixture of protest movement, blind actionism, and greed. Activists have now declared war on the supposedly evil hedge funds. Robin Hood traders have jumped on the bandwagon and the financial establishment is being fought with fanaticism and fury. Occupy Wall Street is back, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's quite possible that we'll see similar flash mobs more often in the future. In addition to GameStop, the shares of Nokia, BlackBerry, and AMC Entertainment, among others, have also seen massive price jumps. So who's next, right? Everyone's looking for the next company that will rise 1,000% in just three days. Jackpot! Well, it's actually quite sad because that has nothing to do with good quality investing. The question now is whether this is the canary in the coal mine for the stock market bubble that everyone's talking about. Well, I don't think we're quite there yet, but I don't think this is something that we should ignore either. In my view, the events in the recent days signal a level of sentiment in the market that will likely lead to more volatility, making the road bumpier than before. Also, in my view, events like this disprove the theory of efficient capital markets because this theory ignores the fact that investors act on the basis of subjective analysis. It also ignores the fact that there is forced selling and that passive products usually amplify developments because they simply follow an index. And, well, we have that problem in society in general, you know blind followers. At the end of the day, I believe that fear and greed are the key factors in the stock market. A good example of subjective analysis combined with fear and greed, which led to probably the biggest bubble on recorded history, is the tulip mania in the 1600s, where the price of a tulip bulb rose exponentially in a matter of months, with some accounts of bulbs selling for the equivalent price of a house. Yes, a mere flower worth more than a house. Please let that sink in for a moment. More recently, bubbles have become more common. The tech bubble in the late 90s and the housing bubble in the mid-2000s produced unsustainable asset price gains. So let me tell you the secret formula to bubbles. You take access to funds and multiply it by euphoria and raise it to the power of FOMO, which is the fear of missing out or just plain greed. 
Well, I don't think the overall stock market is exhibiting the characteristics of a bubble. There are, however, pockets of the stock market that are certainly overpriced. But let's quickly compare the S&P 500 today to the S&P 500 at the peak of the tech bubble in the late 90s. The price to expected earnings ratio is currently at 22.5 times earnings, whereas in the late 90s, it was at 26.5 times earnings. And there is also another important factor. Central bank policy in 2000 was tight with interest rates at around 6% and today, well, basically 0%. So do I believe we're in a bubble right now? Well, in certain areas of the stock market, most certainly. And in other areas, we see massive undervaluation. So therefore, it's crucial to keep a balanced portfolio and not to put all of your eggs in one basket. Today's episode is a reminder of the important difference between speculation and investing. When it comes to your long-term strategy, make sure your portfolio decisions remain aligned to your timeline and the goals you're trying to achieve. It's the discipline and decisions you make or don't make during volatility that can help you stay on track to your goals over time. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes today's Capital Markets Quickie. To all of you listening from every corner of the globe, I wish you all the best and stay tuned for our next episode on Sunday, February the 7th.